It is Sunday, and you're listening to the Money Shot Sports Podcast. Deontay Pete here, folks. Hope your weekend's going well so far. I know mine is. Weather is permitting today, so uh kind of kept me away from going to the golf course. But hey, it, it is what it is. I can't control the weather. So um hope everyone's enjoying their Labor Day weekend, and I'm off work until Tuesday. So that's that's pretty awesome, exciting, that. Uh, get the next few days off, so uh, <laughs> it's a relief for sure. So, folks, we have a little bit to cover in the half hour of the show. College football coming your way. Some scores from last night. What to watch for? NFL football that starts in four days. We'll get you some baseball scores and what to watch for, and of course, NBA basketball. So, college football, and you know it's. Like I said, it's frustrating because, you know, I'm a huge Ohio State fan. And, you know, I was born in Cincinnati and everyone's just like, well, why aren't you a Bearcats fan? Why aren't you Miami, Ohio fan? Why aren't you a Xavier fan? Well, one, Xavier doesn't have a football team. And two, I've I've just never been a fan of Cincinnati, the Bearcats. And three, I, I don't know that much about Miami football. So Miami of Ohio and Oxford. So... Um, Ohio State's always been my team. Um, you know, I've, I've Terrell Pryor, Urban Meyer, um, Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, all those guys that have came out of there, Chase Young within the last year, Dwayne Haskins. So a lot of good athletes that come out of Ohio State and have gone to the NFL and had success. So um, sucks that the Big Ten's not playing. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe here in the future, within the next few months, they might actually have something said that, hey, we're actually going to get this going. So some scores from Saturday. The Thundering Herd of Marshall with a 59-0 win over the Eastern Kentucky Colonels. Army with a 42-0 victory over Mid-Tennessee. Southern Methodist University with a 31-24 win over Texas State. North Texas, 57-31 win over Houston Baptist. It was University of Memphis with a 37-24 win over Arkansas State. And it was UTEP, University of Texas, El Paso, defeating uh, SF Austin, Stephen F. Austin, 24-14. See if there's any more games out there that we could get you caught up on from Saturday. Thursday night, it was... University of Alabama, Birmingham with a 45-35 victory over Central Arkansas. South Alabama with that 32-21 win over Southern Mississippi. And see if we got some, see if we can get you guys some FCS scores. From... Last Saturday, you had Central Arkansas versus Austin Pay. Central Arkansas won that game. So, college football. And here's what you could watch for this upcoming week. And got some games. Got a game tomorrow for you. BYU versus Navy. Catch that game at 8 o'clock. Of course, this next Saturday will be the whole slate of games. So, you have... Of course, you have the ACC that's playing. 
um, the American Conference, the American American Athletic Conference, and then I think it's the Conference USA, and then there might be a couple other conferences out there that are actually playing football. But of course, this next Saturday you have North Carolina, number eighteenth ranked Carolina, North Carolina taking on Syracuse. They're going to be playing at 12 o'clock next Saturday. 23rd ranked Iowa State. Again, that's also the Big 12. Big 12 is also playing football this year as well. Uh, Iowa State, they'll take on Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. Got 10th ranked Notre Dame. They'll take on Duke. Eighth, or excuse me, 5th ranked Oklahoma versus Missouri State. Number one ranked Clemson versus Wake Forest, Oklahoma State, 15th ranked in college football versus Tulsa, 14th ranked Texas versus UTEP. So some games that are coming your way this upcoming week in college football. And like I said, it's it's an unprecedented time. And, you know, hopefully once this is all over, we'll be able to go, we'll all be able to enjoy a football game together. We'll go to a football game together. We'll all be able to watch, and you're not having to worry about standing six, sitting six feet apart from each other or anything like that. Having to wear masks. So, um, one of these days it's going to get better, and you know we just we just hope and pray, and um, you know every day. So, as we continue to move along here in the show, so that's college football news and. And what to watch for. So, the NFL, as I mentioned earlier, in just four days, four days, week one of the NFL season, the Texans will take on the Chiefs. Game we played at 820. And your whole slate of games will be on Sunday. A lot of good matchups. We'll keep you guys updated on that. And if you guys haven't heard already, the Pittsburgh Steelers have agreed to waive quarterback Devlin Duck Hodges. Devlin Duck Hodges... was the quarterback undrafted rookie out of Sanford University. And the biggest thing is, you know, I was a fan of Devlin Hodges. So the Steelers, Steelers wave Hodges and they signed, they added back Josh Dobbs and they signed former Steeler, Sean Davis. So they they got rid of a quarterback that they drafted in the fourth round in 2017. And then they drafted Sean Davis in the first round in 2016. Sean Davis played two seasons with the Steelers. The Steelers released him because of injuries, brought him back. He went and played for Washington's football team. Josh Dobbs, he was traded to the... Jaguars for a compensatory seventh round pick. So, what does this mean for Josh 
er, for the Steelers and Devlin Duck Hodges. Well, a young and experienced quarterback, Devlin Hodges, and I got to give him credit because, you know, what he did in his time as a quarterback for the Steelers. Now, he, he had a couple good games, you know, but I, I think overall, you put you put him and Mason Rudolph back to back. I like Mason Rudolph better, but Duck Hodges has better, I, I would say, QB vision. So I think that's what I'm really concerned about. Now, again, both Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph had, you know, decent, decent starts. So I hope that Hodges, wherever he goes next, I mean, he's he, he's got a lot to learn. He's still young. Uh, he's only, what, 20, 23, 24. So, I mean, he started six games last year as a quarterback. And, of course, Mason Rudolph, him and Mason Rudolph split games and everything. But there's still a lot to, there's still a lot to be learned for the young guy. And, you know, I... I went out and bought a Duck Hodges t-shirt that I probably can no longer wear. So uh, it's going to be tough sailing for Duck Hodges. Um, But, hey, his legacy lives on. So um, his legacy as a Steelers lives on. So it's not like like he's, um, you know, hoping for the best. So... What does this mean for the Steelers? Well, the Steelers open up week one on next Monday night on the road at the New York Giants. The New York Steelers are hoping that Ben Roethlisberger can come back and lead them to a playoff push, um, lead them to a playoff playoff uh, contention because last couple of years it hasn't, hasn't been the greatest for the Steelers. Last year, Big Ben was out all season long, and they were the Steelers were one game shy of just making the playoffs. All they had to do was win one game, and they they were the sixth the, the wild card spot, the sixth the sixth team to make the wild card spot in the AFC. So we'll keep you guys updated on that. What to watch for? If you guys haven't heard already, Jadavian Clowning signed a one year deal uh, with the Tennessee Titans, worth up to fifteen or fifteen million dollars. So, Jadavian Clowning, talk a little bit about him a little bit and what this means for the Tennessee Titans. So, we look at Jadavian Clowning's stats from a season ago. Last year, Jadavian Clowning had 31 tackles, three sacks, four forced fumbles, and one interception last year as a Seahawk. Was drafted by the Houston Texans in 2014. Is reuniting with Coach Vrabel in Tennessee. I think you add some depth to that defensive end spot, defensive end outside linebacker spot, because he can play both. And 
Um, you know, Coach Vrabel was a defensive coordinator for Houston, and um, he knows how he plays. And you know, you you look at Jadavian Clowney, you look at his stats. I mean, you got to put you got to put Jadavian Clowney up there. You know, he's probably um, he's he's at least he's at least top. I don't know. You'd probably put him in the top five, top five um, edge rushers in the league. I mean, it's just yeah, he's had injuries, but I mean that's that's been his downfall, and that's why it's been tough for him to you know really say, hey, here's my here's my home team, here's here's I want to be. It's really tough for teams to look at him and say, yeah, we won't we want to sign to Damon Klein. Actually, we can't do that because he's injury prone. So, Damon Clowney one year deal, and you know it's. It's it's a bittersweet moment for him. Um, I think that you know once you add you add him to that lineup, there's gonna be there's gonna be some more like that that Titans defense is probably one player away from being one of the best defenses and having one of the best defenses in the league. So, um, Damian Clowney one year deal with the Tennessee Titans. We talk about Adrian Peterson. Veteran Adrian Peterson, 35 years old, signs a one-year deal with the Detroit Lions and one-year deal worth $100 million. So the Lions already have on Johnson. They signed second-round pick out of Georgia, DeAndre Swift. So um, not sure how this is going to affect the Lions. You know, you got a 35-year-old back. In there, and of course, Adrian Peterson is a future Hall of Famer, and there should be no reason why he sh- like he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I don't I don't see why not. But um, you you start to ask why is this a good fit for for him? And you also have Carry On Johnson, Ty Johnson as well, and both Scarborough. So you're adding more depth to that running back spot. But you look at his career rushing stats and where he ranks Adrian Peterson has over 14,000 yards rushing. So he ranks among the top five leaders, running back leaders behind Barry Sanders, Frank Gore, Walter Payton, and Emmett Smith. And, and Frank Gore is still going. Frank Gore is looking to, looking to hopefully pass Walter Payton. Hopefully we'll see. So Adrian Peterson uh, definitely. Hey, by all means, he's probably one of the best. He's probably one of the best running backs in this decade. Probably the best running back in this decade. Along, don't know who you could, who else you could talk about. I mean, but to to be thirty five years old and still play football, I mean that's that's a true blessing as a running back because running backs usually don't last that long. <laughs> I couldn't remember the last time I seen a running back go past thirty five years old. I mean, you gotta, you gotta. If so, you probably gotta go back a while just to just to look back on that. So, Adrian Peterson, hope for good things with him there in Detroit. Davis White to be the highest paid cornerback in the league, four year, seventy million dollar uh, contract extension. And if you guys also didn't hear yesterday, the Texans signed quarterback Deshaun Watson to a four-year, $160 million deal. I did the math on that. Four years. 
He's getting paid forty million a game, or forty million a year. Sorry, forty million a game. Wow, forty million a year, and that averages out to give me one second here. I'm not the best at math. He's getting paid two and a half million dollars a game. That's insane. That's not counting his bonuses that he's getting. So, Deshaun Watson, drafted in 2015 by the Houston Texans out of Clemson. Let's not forget what he did there. 2016, I apologize. Won them a national title with Dabo Sweeney. So... There, I I think that he deserves this money. I think that Deshaun Watson is the franchise quarterback for the Texans. I don't think they're going to draft another. I mean, once once he gets up there in age, but I don't think there's anyone that's that they're going to say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna replace you with this guy." So I don't think he's going to be replaceable. Um, but I I am a little suspect about the Texans this year now that they don't have D Hop, but. Who knows what Dave Johnson might do this year? Dave Johnson might come back and have a, uh, it might have it might ball out. You know, we haven't seen Dave Johnson play in uh, <laughs> forever, so um, keep your eyes out on that as David Johnson gets ready to go for the Texans. So a lot to watch for in football, and you know I'm excited. I'm excited for the new season. Um, and, you know, it's it's going to be weird to watch this year. But, hey, football's back. You know, I'm just thankful that's back. And I get to watch my uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So, hopefully, hopefully a lot of good things happen and fantasy football and all that good stuff. So, with that being said, we're going to turn our attention to baseball. So, we get you caught up on some scores and what to watch for. So, Right now, the Cincinnati Reds and the Pirates are tied at zero piece at the top of the first. The Indians lead the Brewers 1-0. Orioles lead the Yankees 2-0. Nationals lead the Braves 1-0 in the second. Mets and Phillies are tied at 1 in the second. Marlins and the Rays are or Marlins lead the Rays 2-1. And Blue Jays and the White Sox are tied at zero at the first. So what you could watch for today would be the White Sox and the Royals. It'd be Dallas Keuchel versus Matt Harvey. Catch that game today. They'll be getting. They'll be kicking off here in a few minutes. The White Sox twenty-five and fifteen. A lot of improvement from the last couple of years. Royals are still looking to find their niche. Detroit Tigers and the Minnesota Twins. That game will also be played here shortly. It'll be Casey Mays versus Rich Hill. Be a good game to watch for. The Twins looking to extend their winning streak against the Tigers. 25-15 and 15 win team. 4 o'clock today will be the Diamondbacks and the Giants. It'll be Alex Young versus Jonty Cueto. 
be a good matchup there in the Bay City. The Astros and the Angels, they'll be playing at 4 o'clock today. It'll be Framber Valdez versus Jamie Barea. Padres Athletics, Garrett Richards versus Mike Fires. Again, we played this evening. Rangers, Mariners, Jordan Lyles of the Rangers versus Justin Dunn of Seattle. Cubs Cardinals, it'll be Dakota Hudson versus John Lester. Again, we play tonight on ESPN. And it'll be the Colorado Rockies. Ryan Castellini versus Julio Urenas. Again, we played at 10 o'clock tonight. The Dodgers have the best record in the MLB. And, guys, we're 41 games into the season. And it's it's almost done. So, um, we look at it division by division. The American League all the way to the NL. So, in the American League East, Tampa Bay Rays lead that. They have 27 wins, 13 losses. Toronto is 21 and 18. New York is 21 and 18. Baltimore is 18 and 21. And Boston is 14 and 27. The American League Central. Chicago White Sox, they are 25 and 15. Cleveland Indians are 24 and 15. The Minnesota Twins are 25 and 16. The Detroit Tigers, they're 17 and 20. And Kansas City is 14 and 26. We go out west. The Oakland Athletics are 23 and 13. The Houston Astros are 21 and 18. Seattle's 17 and 22. LA Angels is 16 and 25. Texas Rangers are 13 and 25. The National League East. The Atlanta Braves are 23 and 16. Philly is 19 and 16. Miami is 17 and 17, New York Mets 18 and 22, Washington Nationals 14 and 24. The NL Central, the Chicago Cubs 23 and 17, St. Louis 16 and 15, Milwaukee 18 and 20. Uh Cincinnati's 6 or 18 and 22 and The Pirates are 12 and 26. The West, it's the LA Dodgers. They're 30 and 11. San Diego's 24 17. Colorado's 19 and 20. San Francisco, 19 and 21. Arizona's 15 and 25. Those are your standings right now. So, like I said, the season is winding down. So, the playoff push is alive here in baseball, and, you know, I I think it's going to come down to a wire. Um, I, I really do think that the Dodgers are probably going to win the World Series this year. Not just because they have the best record, but they have a better team overall. Now, again, the Dodgers will always have a good regular season, but then they always choke in the postseason. But I think this is the, the year that they will go and – if I had to say who's going to make it out of the the American League, um, I I gotta I gotta say the Oakland Athletics. I mean, you got Matt Chapman, 
you have Sean Maina, you have Matt Fires. I mean, these this team. Marcus Simeon, Matt Olson, Stephen Piscotti. I I think this is a team that you could watch out for. Tommy Lastella. They have good pitching. They have good hitters. There should be no reason why this Oakland Athletics team should be a contender for the AL, the American League Championship, uh, championship series. So, um, lot to watch for, and we'll keep you guys updated on that. We turn our attention to the last topic in today, and it's NBA basketball, playoff basketball. Now, catch this game today at three thirty. The Bucks and the Heat. Oh man. You guys know that the the Heat lead this series three games to nothing. The Heat win tonight, they sweep the series. The Heat swept the Pacers. The Heat are the underdogs in this playoff push. The Heat they're going to make a statement. Jimmy Butler has been playing phenomenally well. Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, Gordon Dragic, Duncan Robinson, Kelly Olenek, collectively. And they're going to show why they deserve to win a championship this year. So, lot to watch for. For the Bucks, you got to find a way to get your head out of your ass and win a freaking ball game. I mean, come on, Giannis, where you at? Do you not? Are you too scared to guard Jimmy Butler because you're afraid that he's going to drop forty on you? Giannis is the only player on that team. Now they have other talent. I mean, they have George Hill. They have Chris Middleton. Um, I mean, they, they collectively, they have some talent, too. But where where is it? I mean, they're sleeping right now. We'll see. I guess, uh, I guess we'll see, yeah. Rockets-Lakers, game two. Rockets lead that series one to nothing. <laughs> Excuse me. Catch that game tonight at 8.30. I think it'll be a good game. Um, I maybe I think the Lakers bounce back after a, a, a loss in game one, but um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a competitive series. I think it's gonna come down to a game game seven. Um, and you know, I, I I really think that the I think that the Rockets can pull this one out. I think that if James Harden, um, James Harden and uh, Westbrook play as a team, I think they'll win it. And who knows? Maybe King James will just blow right through him and say, "Hey, forget this. You guys only beat us one time." So, a lot to watch for there. And like I said, that game will be played tonight at eight thirty. So, playoff basketball, bubble basketball. So.
With that being said, folks, I want to thank you all for tuning in to today's show. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Twitter. We'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend. We'll see you guys back here. Thanks for tuning in.